Greetings and salutations, all you beautiful people, and welcome to another episode of Art of the Beholder, a show dedicated to all things eclectic in the world of art, where we do deep dives into deep cuts and help you understand why damn things matter. I'm your host, Nova Day, and today we're going to be talking about art in, well, art again. That's right, we're doing our off-roading segment, our open discussion segment, where we ask, yeah, but is it art? So there's no theses today, no history, no gems, just unadulterated discussion. It's going to go like this, guys. We'll present a topic and simply hash it out. Sometimes we'll be on the same side. Sometimes we'll be on the opposite side. Sometimes we'll just switch for funsies just to play devil's advocate. To hash things out, I am joined by Miss Alexandra Parsons of AlexandraParsons.com. Miss Parsons, welcome. Oh, thank you. May the force be with you. <laughs> oh, oh, she already segued <laughs> to the topic at hand. So Ms. Parsons um, pitched me an idea and just said, let's talk about Star Wars on our next show. And guys, you know me. I, I As much as I would love to talk about something like Star Wars and Star Trek and Marvel and all of our goddamn episodes, all of the, the mainstream pop culture, things of that nature, you know, we got to be a little different because there's a million and one shows that have talked about the movies and the special effects and the hammy acting and Yoda's uh, very unique temper and way to talk. Miss Parsons giving mm, them a little Yoda. Yes, <clears throat> Star Wars. Mm. <laughs> so uh, the beholder you are. <laughs> oh, that was good. Ooh, yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Um, I got to work on it. I'll, I'll it's uh, I, will, I will come. I'll bust it out a little later. But uh, so I knew we needed to do something a little different, you know, and that is it, it, it hit me. I was like, "Ooh, I know how to talk about it. And of course, we have to talk about it on this show because it wouldn't quite fit into our regular deep dive shows. But before we get there, of course, we need a little word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Liquid IV. Guys, if you don't know what Liquid IV is, well, buckle up because I'm going to throw you a game changer. Liquid IV is a hydration multiplier that not only tastes great, but is a non-GMO electric light drink mix. Powered by cellular transport technology to deliver hydration to the body faster and more efficiently than water can just do alone. One stick contains three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks with five essential vitamins. Now, I pride myself on telling you about things that I either already like or just use in my everyday life. And I have to say, I've actually been a fan of Liquid IV for a long, long time now. I use it for everything from, you know, just long runs to stay in shape, all those late nights with those after hours or just when I'm feeling a little dehydrated I turn to it so it could just my god set me straight make me feel like a million bucks again and just get me ready for the day so please head on over to their website that's liquid-iv.com to check out their amazing line of products and get this when you use promo code art of the beholder all one word you'll get 20% off your order now if you need a little direction on where to start I recommend lemon lime guys you're gonna love it won't be disappointed so please give it a shot and get more fuel for life's adventures now back to the show i here's the topic miss parsons miss alexander mm -hmm. the great <laughs> and that is this um well let me let me premise it with this with this statement i think it's um it's a little divisive it's not a popular opinion but I think Star Wars, as much as I love them, and I do, I love me some Star Wars. Oh, my God. Fuck yes. Give it to me. I do think artistically, there's sometimes a little 
bankrupt. And not that they are, uh, not that's necessarily a bad thing. There's still a lot of stories to be told in the universe, and we're going to have a lot of fun with the special effects and the lightsaber fights and all that shit. So I, so um, my question starts with this. Mm-hmm. Do you think Star Wars is running out of or already out of ideas? Does it art? No. I, okay. I No, I don't think so. Okay, why? Elaborate. I think they just, in a way, touch just touch the surface. There are so many aspects of, like, yes, storylines that we can go into. Like, we, we, I would love to see us like an episode or um, a series or even a movie about how the lightsabers are made. Like, for mm. us nerds, we know, but like, there could be a really beautiful <laughs> cinematography, like story with the colors and like if you go to the star wars fandom like the wikipedia you can look up what each star wars lightsaber you know what it means but it would be great to see that in film it would see like how it was made how it was discovered like um that would be really cool so and there's tons of comic books that there's just an endless amount of Star Wars comic books that have come out. Like there's the Princess Leia oh God, story. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So there's a lot as far as story-wise where they can go. Um, the the real question for me is like, how will they execute it? Will it be watered down? Like, is it going to get... I, I feel like maybe- I'm not worried about the quality. I'm worried about the in- artistic integrity, I guess. So yes, I think could we... Could we dissect the already established things that are present in the world? Mm-hmm. Sure. Like in your example, you said um, uh, we could, you know, learn how lightsabers are made and all that. Sh- now I'm picturing like a fucking factory of lightsabers just like on this <laughs> assembly line being made. Now, um, now to push back, this is the this is the fun part of these kind of shows mm-hmm. to push back. That's already an established entity item in the in in the lore in the world that is Star Wars. I when I say bankrupt, I don't again, I don't necessarily mean that as a bad thing. I just mean that as there's not necessarily any new things. That's already and like that's I always joke about this. I always put it in this uh context is like there's like you know, there's like a series of of boxes and they have to check them to make sure that they're in the in the fucking movie and that's mm-hmm. the force and Jedi's the Sith and of course lightsabers. So, so yeah, when I say they're running out of ideas, I don't think they, they could make media on the already established ideas forever, but is there really anything new? I still will say, even in your examples, that's still, that's still a no for me. Well, what about, um, no one knows where Yoda's from. Like that's a whole already established world. No, it's what world in the Star Wars universe. But but like, but like, wait, oh, oh, that's actually a good segue to. No one even knows his. Don't no knows the species. Yeah, it is called the Yoda species. No one knows like where they. Some say he just emerged from the Force. So then we have Grogu, who's a baby Yoda. But like, there's a whole planet we don't even know. Did he come from a planet? Like, is there another like dimension? Like, we don't. Hmm. So to me, I'm kind of ooh. Like, see that now that now that begs a very interesting idea on the future of what Star Wars could be. Mm-hmm. Now, I think there's a lot of smart people in those rooms, uh, like the Felonies and people like that, that are will be like, okay, I think we're hungry for something new. And if it turned into a, a different dimensional things, extra dimensional uh, elements, that would be something completely new. Because then they could bring in things we've never seen yeah. before in the in the established Star Wars universe. So even if they explored something like, yes, Yoda's species or where Yoda came from, 
I oh, I'm sorry, Miss Parsons. I don't. That's still not. It's still not new, new enough. Yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna. Uh, still, like, <laughs> I know this, this cuts deep. This is this is close to your heart because you you you're. Uh, we need to hear a little background. You're you've been a Star Wars fan for for a long time. My whole life, yeah. Your so whole I life. even have a tattoo of the Millennium Falcon on your I, forearm. Right? I do, and I have um, my beloved partner who passed away about four years, almost four years ago, which is wild. He had the same tattoo on his arm, and um, I got after he passed away. I got it in honor of him. So like, and I have his, his initials in the middle of it so like there it's a very sentimental story like one of our like first dates was us discussing like well don't you think that like um anakin did create balance to the force because like the light mm. and dark so it was like one of the questions that like lit up his world and like so there's a lot of emotional aspect to it but as far as history my family and i i just grew up with star wars my my brothers love Would star you wars dress up as a um as a jedi for the movies would that's i was what, would i be a, have you already that's what the audience really wants to know have, have i you Dressed up as a Jedi to go see the movies. <laughs> or like Leia or fucking whoever. I'll send you the picture. Yeah. <laughs> so I, um, for Halloween one year in New York, I dressed up as Ray and I made my own okay, outfit. Okay, right. That's, yeah, that's, yeah. that's fitting. There we I, go. Okay. I made my own outfit. I have, I do have two lightsabers. I have Darth Vader, like the real one. And then oh, I have nice. like a little, I have the blue one. I have like, oh, it's like a, a kid one that I have, but I have a so real good one. I knew this would be a perfect kind of debate. Because that's mm-hmm. that's what these shows kind of turn into is like a little debate on a simple premise or topic, and so uh, yeah, you're still saying no. Give me another example of um, because here's let me let me premise it with this follow up question: If they change things dramatically with future IPs, would it still be Star Wars though? Mm, that is a very that's a very good question to think about. Uh, some I think personally, it was on the outline. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I know. I should have it. thought about. <laughs> okay. <laughs> don't, I got her. Don't get, I got her, guys. Don't get fresh. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I, I have been thinking about that. Like, my brain immediately is thinking, like, yeah, it's still Star Wars because the origin is Star Wars. It's just like mm-hmm. we're going to Star Wars world and universe, just how there's the Marvel world and universe. Or there's, I'm trying to think of like another, there is the Harry Potter world. You know, we have that or what? Um, the, I'm trying to think of other like the trilogies and oh, uh, Lord of the Rings stuff. It's still Lord of the Rings, even though now it's the... They have the new one on Prime. My, my. Yeah, no one's watching it. I don't think anybody's. Everyone's watching House of the Dragon. What? I no. Don't... Oh, uh, I'm watching both. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> anyway, I digress. But like, that's right. You did give a gem. Uh, I gave a gem. Yeah. Oh, it was. It's. Yeah. I'm not gonna get into it now. I'll start digressing. But it's a. They should watch it. It's. <laughs> it's so beautifully done. The new one. Um. Fellow. It's a. Uh, Good. A little pre-gem gem of the week. Yeah. So. Um. Basically, yeah, it's still Star Wars. It's just it's going into the universe. Like it's all connected together. It's just I guess it's going to depend on like what people's perception of Star Wars is cuz it, it's such a personal thing for people. That is oh my god, yes. I I will I think that's why it is such a divisive topic and people don't like talking about these things because it is so fucking personal. Oh my god. Yeah, I say yes. <laughs> like it's but like I... you're insulting their identity as a human being oh, when it's... they say like Star Wars is running out of ideas. Like, oh come on. It's still just it's a soap opera in space. Come I on, think a lot of people, my personal opinion and like of some of the the newer ones, like say, so we have like 
seven, eight, nine, right? Um, yeah. The newer ones. A lot of people are like, oh, these Sequels, are the yeah. these are the same. Yeah. See, that's 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 a huge argument on my side. Is like episode seven was just episode four, A New Hope, which yeah. was just a rehashing of how we could restart this conflict over a three movie arc and that i'm not had... disagreeing yeah i was like come on it's basically my dad my dad we saw it together so traditional christmas christmas we always go see the star wars films because they were coming yeah. out every christmas so that's oh, like yeah, our same. thing at night as we go do that and my dad's like it's the same fucking thing he's like <laughs> the fuck the same storyline he was very disappointed i was like but i, I was- had i wanted to have buck on the show i wanted to do a round table um, our international man of mysteries of course out of fucking town this weekend. Oh man, that would have been and fun. And the next weekend because he's he talks about Star Wars almost if he can connect any of our topics to Star Wars in some capacity, he will. Mm-hmm. So I was like, ah, I really wanted to have him on this show. Because yeah, that was his complaint. Even though I think he would probably be on your side. Honestly, I'm gonna speak for him now. Um I don't think um he would he would be he's always been critical of those of that of the sequel trilogy because they had no roadmap as to what they were going to do and and how they were going to do it. And that is, um, yeah, that is re confirming kind of my argument and point, uh, is that, yeah, we, without, you know, innovative progressive roadmaps and blueprints and things like that, we're, we may just be rehashing old ideas. And they have, they, they, they have it. And it, it, part of it, I was maybe like a hopeless optimist or an op, like hopeless romantic with Star Wars. So there's that part of me that was like looking, watching them and be like, yes, the, the storyline, the plot is repetitive, um, but so is life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I kind of like that argument. It's like, yeah, it's, well, I go to work every day. I do the same shit every day. Like, well, it's, it's okay so to do that like, in art. Um, like, different like same shit wait so it's, what's the saying oh god um same shit different day d- different toilet yeah same <laughs> shit different toilet or same yeah same shit's different i don't know something like that so same, same old shit different day yeah and sosdd um, yeah same old shit different day yeah i've uh so yeah that's that's kind of my take on it I, I feel like yes they could have been more creative but i think they were playing it safe because they wanted to appeal sure and well I, they were milking that cow too let's be honest that's a, playing it safe milking the cow and they the, wanted that disney money i mean yeah they, they <laughs> we want that disney money Come i on. want that disney money for sure yeah let's get that disney money <laughs> i wonder if they wanted to also like make sure they were appealing to like the new generation of star wars kids just and, to like, like Okay, let's give them the, the benefit of the doubt. They're easing the new generation in with the stories that already been told, so maybe they can sto- tell new stories in the future. Maybe. I mean, that's what they're that's doing. A really ni- that's a, such a nice way to do it. That's kind of what they're doing, like with Andor that just came out. Yeah, true. Have you been watching that? Mm-hmm. I started watching it. It is a little. Let's do a mini review now. Okay. Yeah. Sure. I am. You know what I'm enjoying most about it? The droids. <laughs> the little the comedic- droid. Yeah, comedy relief droids. Those things about the Star Wars world that are really magical, like the the droids talking to them and their relationship with the droids, like how, and um, also the everyday people who aren't with the Force, who don't have the powers, like the rebels. Like we don't know a lot of we know about the rebels, but what about their everyday struggle? So this is kind of about. I was really surprised they did a backstory on him, and a, a lot of. People are excited about it because they really like that character. And then he just got killed off. He just died at Rogue, Rogue One. Rogue but One, yeah. I think that's why Rogue One was so great because it wasn't a happy ending. It was just done. Allow me to, ooh, ooh, allow me, if I may. Yeah, go um, ahead. 
do was it necessary though did we really need a whole movie explaining how they got the plants this is where the that there's nothing new here i mean so i think in i think in your argument you're saying that we're still gonna get a lot of new stories you know like uh, um, origin stories or whatever uh so it'll be new in the context that they've never explored it Mm -hmm. but it's not new technically to the lore of the history so Uh, did we need it did we need rogue one yeah i think we did As Don't get story. me wrong, guys. I feel like I'm I'm definitely playing devil's advocate. Don't get me wrong, guys. I love I love these movies too. I love going to see them. I'm just like you, Miss Parsons, where yeah. I will I would see them like annually and stuff like that. And I don't take them. I think most of the community and and, and you probably may see yourself in this is maybe they take it a little too seriously. They I do. feel like I was like when people were like going like fucking bonkers and crazy over episode eight and how you know crazy different um, that it was people thought it was terrible yeah it's like i didn't take i don't i never ever for the record take these movies seriously i just go i eat my popcorn i eat my peanut m&m specifically peanut come on guys okay there's nothing really Uh, better same same Uh, Uh, (laughs) yeah is uh and i just have fun i fun and then i will forget it that that night i will move on so that that's that's where i stand i still love them and have fun but that's i don't i don't care well that's a really lovely way to look at it because that's why we go to the theater right we go to entertain ourselves to kind of it's a level of escapism but there is a lot of mythology that was into hand and hard work into these stories because um i've mentioned this before in other shows with you that George Lucas worked one-on-one with Joseph Campbell on each characteristic that was the hero's journey so which archetype like so each character represents an archetype in Joseph Campbell's theology or um, mythology symbolism what he Mm -hmm. has come up with in his books if people don't know who Joseph Campbell is he wrote the um, hero of many faces the, the hero's journey um, and he kind of created that whole archetype where he connected every mythology and religion and showcased and explained how they're all the same. It's through our own psyche that has created this storyline for us. If that's a little too very niche and intense, but so <laughs> sorry. No, no, I know that was I I love that. No, give us that give us the history lesson. So I that's love that, that was one reason why I fell in love with Star Wars because my brother Lee, he's like, Well, you know who Joseph Campbell is. And I was like a kid. I was like, No, I don't know who the hell's that <laughs> and um he's like, Well he It's a good little kid. Yeah, he's like, Oh well he's wrote Occidental mythology and he has like he he's the one that pun the whole like like the whole saying, um, "Follow your bliss," and it got it's now it's gotten really woo woo with social <laughs> social yeah, media God. has ruined my spirituality. Like I'm like an eight, I'm like such an agnostic right now. Sorry. Let's do a tangent corner. Uh, yes, I, if we're gonna disagree on the main topic, the whole show, I will. We can agree on this. Oh my God, social media is the bane of so many of our existences. Jesus, like stop posting fucking me like pictures, uh, like like little screenshots of things that you don't even know or no. One needs it. It's almost a level of cultural appropriation because a lot of this stuff that they're quoting is from like Buddhism and different spiritualities and books that have been written about for a very long time that have been around. And these people are just posting things and they have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. And I'm very passionate about this because I'm somebody that's been, and maybe this is me being a little egotistical with my spirituality, which is I need to maybe reflect and check myself. But (laughs) the fact that like, 
I, people are just like posting things and acting like they come up came up with it without any like, oh, this is from Carl Jung or this is from Nietzsche. Oh, fuck. That's that's a social media 101. Like that's like everyone thinks they're um, on an island. They're the universe of themselves. Thanks yeah, kind of but we're like not. That. Like, it's just a, it's just, it's a level of narcissism that people need to reflect. Like, I don't like to post any spiritual stuff at all anymore. I'm, I'm funny. I do whatever silly stuff because that in itself is a level of spiritualism because you shouldn't take yourself so fucking seriously. And that goes to what you were saying, like about just having fun and enjoying yourself. And I'm going back in full circle with yeah, let's do it. The Star Wars thing is like people were taking themselves way too seriously with the Star Wars. I used to be a nanny and the dad was so intense and mm. I loved it because we would nerd out. Like He loved Lord of the Rings like me and he loved Star Wars, but he like wrote a huge article. He was really well known within the tech industry. And he wrote like a huge article about why this uh, number eight sucked. <laughs> Well, then there's there's people on the other side of the spectrum, too, that they're like, oh, finally, we have you know, it's so different. It's it's so outside of the bounds of normal Star Wars films and people there's some there's a whole community that are fucking in love with this movie, too, which surprised me a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I I'm I'm on I, I'm on the, the sidelines watching you guys eating the popcorn and m and Nice. Like, like, yeah, you guys duke it out. That's probably my favorite I, as much as. Cause yeah, I I um I I attested before we we uh, do a novo pullback and and get back to the main topic, it's it's given you know social media has given a voice to the voiceless yes, mm-hmm. but I will say I've said it once and I'll say it a million times it's also given a voice to fucking everyone especially the people that never needed one in the first place and now it's <laughs> drowning out the people that really need one exactly so oh um, so, so well yeah, said yeah, so well yeah, said thank you thank you I'll be here all week tip the waitresses <laughs> thank you thank you um. So yeah, let's let's pull it back. Okay. Um, we don't need to. I I already wrote a whole fucking book about that. You, you can read it, the entropy sessions, and oh, you know, I can't wait to read one. that when I, with me and my <laughs> do the audiobook version. I think that's easier. It's yeah, I'll do the audio. Out, so, yeah, yeah. But anyways, uh, it's it's heavy. Fair warning. Anyways, let's go back to Star Wars. So, okay. um, so you're still excited about uh the new IPs that are just exploring old ideas, correct? Yeah, I, I am excited about that. I would like to see I'm start. I feel like I'm starting to see more original uh, or more like refreshing takes on some of the storylines. Yeah, um, just because they said this, the Mandalorian. That, yeah, I think is uh, a, as a good example. I, I think that is th- some of the best stuff they've done with the property. Agreed. I, I agree with you. Decade. Yeah. 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 Um, and, and the Clone Wars stuff and, you know, like stuff that see, it's always like the fringe stuff. It's always like they give the property to someone's like really obsessed with it, like a felony. And um, and they really, you know, they soar, you know. But then when we, you know, we, you know, they have the big sequel movies and stuff like that. It just, they, I feel like they, they have to get away from, yeah, the Skywalker family. We just have to like reinvent. They need a renaissance. We need to reinvent ourselves. We do. I mean, that's why they were saying this is the end of a saga. Because when yeah, they oh were, yeah, like, for sure. Well, that's but it only took fifty years, guys. <laughs> I just, I just, it just took fifty years. God. I just found it interesting because you were saying that. To you, like the perimeter of what Star Wars is, is it always has to have a Sith. It always has to have a lightsaber, right? A, a light and dark side. That's not how I just look at Star Wars. So I look at it like... Okay, ooh, elaborate. I look at it more as like it's an entire universe. It's like with the Andor story or like the droids. Is It's a world that we yet have created. Like we might be able to create a world like that one day. So it's it's going also into the the mythology of 
like where we can go where so i, I don't i i'm i'm trying to like get the words out properly because now i'm like stumbling over my words a little bit no, but no, you're fine. um you're doing good hang think, in there kiddo. Th- oh, th- oh thank you <laughs> thank you um move on we must mm, on. Mm, stomach hurts it does <laughs> <laughs> water i need okay sorry it's that that wasn't the best i usually do better yoda i have um, to, i'm i'm a mimic where i have to really hear if i can hear it you know a couple times and then i can do it almost perfectly i'm not that, that's why like when we did the alfred hitchcock um mm-hmm. show and i could do jimmy stewart pretty well it's because i yeah. just like heard his 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 very specific voice and temper like a million times before mm-hmm. we went on air so i was i was in the zone but but yeah. yeah i digress go ahead no no it's okay where was i so um yeah it's the star wars it's the star wars universe just like we haven't even touched base on like what's out in our universe so maybe i mean our minds are as creative as we let them be and like these are humans that also created this so yeah i do think we need to expand a little bit and i feel like they're starting to yes i i think there is a new hope pun intended (laughs) for the future (laughs) thanks for your like old mom laugh (laughs) 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 yeah i think i do so let's let's segue to the future i do think they will have I think they will, you know, just like I've already name dropped plenty of uh, or or the the main uh, vessel that is George George Lucas's spiritual successor with this franchise. I do think it'll it's going to be put into some hands of people that are like, okay, we're fucking like not only breaking the rules, we're throwing the rule, we're we're burning the rule book. Okay, we're Mm -hmm. burning the rule book. It's still going to be we're going to make sure it's still Star Wars in a way. You know, it's still in this universe with this lore and there's going to be lightsabers and there's going to be space magic in the form of the force. We're going to do all the stuff that you guys love, but it's going to be something you've never seen before. And I think we will be surprised and happy, I think, with the new IPs. I hope so. And there's always going to be people that are going to be disappointed. Um, oh and- yeah, the fucking Reddit culture that like, well, guys, quit the uh, trolls tearing to pieces every tiny little thing. Okay, nothing has to be perfect. That's what art, art is—a reflection of humanity. Yes, and human beings are not perfect creatures. Okay, well, so to- art's never going to be perfect. Perfect. To go back to what you were saying with um, episode eight. Um, who was the director's name again? Richard something. I forgot his name. I, oh, here, keep I'm, talking. I'm, I'll no, look it up while we I'm talk. Bad with, because... I'm not the best with names, but. Um, no, a it's lot the of... guy that did Knives Out. He's a very talented guy. He you know? is. And I, I really, I like, I did like it. I, I, the more I watched it, the more I wasn't as entertained. Like other Star Wars, I can watch it over. Johnson. Rian it Johnson. So like, you know, how you can like rewatch Star Wars episodes over and over again and be like just entertained. Still, that was one of the episodes where, on the more I watched it, the more I didn't like it as much. But mm. I did love it because it had a little bit of a David Lynch feel to it. Like it was weird. My <laughs> it sister, was weird. My it sister and I like high fived in the middle of it. We're like, the better oh. and the worse. Yeah, I was like, oh, he just like he's levitating. He's like, ast- oh, he's like astral traveling, and this and and that's where they really introduced more of the Force Ghost. You know, like that he was able to do that, and um, the fact that people complained a lot about. Um, Luke Skywalker like oh he was whining and he was a little bitch and I was like he always was a little bitch I was like (laughs) do you remember in A New Hope he's like I need to go I need to go to the droids and get the parts dad or his uncle dad I want them to push into the space magic more I would love that I would love more space magic 
I'm yeah. kind of <laughs> I kind of make fun of them by calling it that. I know I know you're grinding your teeth. You're like it's fucking the forest novo, okay? We're calling it space <laughs> it's magic. It's a it's a religion in its own. Actually, my partner that I was mentioning to you guys before who passed away, he he was a teacher too, and he did a whole lesson to kids about the force and how you compared it to like what religion is today and how it's like associated with the good and the light and the dark and it's the same thing and like like that was his that was his religion was the force like Mm, he was such a yeah so um i just have to play i have to say homage to him and i know my friends will be listening and his friends will be listening and i could not be able to not talk about him without no yeah no yeah yeah Yeah, thank you thank you good tribute perfect thank you yeah so let's um looking at the clock we need to move on here pretty soon good talk though Ooh, this is a good debate it was fun i I feel like we're gonna need to do a part two down the road with with buck we'll do a round table maybe i would love that i would fill up in there maybe oh my god we'll have a lot and we'll do like a whole hour instead of 30 minutes okay but uh we but we for today guys sorry we'll so put a pin in that we'll we'll do it we'll to be continued i would love to do it yeah just like at the end of a star wars movie like (laughs) to be continued yeah uh so before we move on to our uh surprise topics um favorite favorite film in the franchise oh shit <laughs> Empire Strikes Back. Empire, ooh, safe, safe. Mine's Return of the Jedi, easily, easily. Yeah. Give, me, give, give me some Ewoks any day. It's oh, just so stupid. It is no, but that one's so great too. I, I love. love it. I I think part of it is you know we are as we're sometimes human humans are or culturally speaking we're slaves to what we grew up with a little bit. Mm-hmm. As much as I've always been, I pride myself on being a progressive and and getting into modern things as much as I can. Hence this fucking show, and and making sure that I'm always researching the old the middle and the new you know i think that's important too and what the future mm-hmm. holds um is um is yeah i i grew up with return of the jedi it was one of those films like i don't know if you did this as a kid it's one of those films like i could watch over and over and over and over again i would never get sick of it and it would it would either be like that or like david bowie's labyrinth mm-hmm. <laughs> i watched that a lot i love the labyrinth so yes. great <laughs> and uh so yeah uh empire and return of the jedi guys uh tweet at us email us do all the things you know what to do let us know what you like uh so let's move on to our surprise topic so uh, guys if you're new to the show what we like to do on this uh special episode of art of the Art of the Beholder, Is It Art? Um, We like to surprise each other with surprise topics. And again, talk about maybe something that's a little little divisive in the art community and see if we can hash it out uh, live on the spot. So I'm going to do mine to you first. Mm -hmm. And we're going to do about 15-ish minutes and then we'll we'll switch. So uh, I like to try to think about things that I know you already... um, you already know well. I don't want to. Be, I don't want it to be so off the wall that you're like, I don't know how to fucking answer that, Novo. Mm, okay. um, so we're gonna we're gonna go back into the world of fashion. We're gonna okay, go. Cool. We're going. So guys, go go with us. Walk. Go down to the journey. Okay, get in the car. We're going into the lane that is the fashion world and <laughs> and runways and Vogue and all all the cool things. Now now okay, we're there. Okay. Now I want you to keep driving, and I want you to. <laughs> I want you to get. I want you to um, meet the um, the cousin of that world. The well, the 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 second cousin, twice, first or twice removed, whatever that saying is. 
And I want to talk about the beauty pageant. Oh, um, fuck. <laughs> oh my God. My friend Danielle, I've got to have her listen to this because she was a pageant girl. Oh my God. Um, good. So, good. Go on, go so on. things like this. So like, you know, there's still culturally, we still have things like the beauty pageant and some other competitions that are in this vein. But I, I, I ask you this question, Miss Parsons, does it have still any lingering artistic value? You know, whereas the fashion world has a ton. I mean, that's design. That's that. I mean, it is an art, definitely uh, at its core. But the beauty pageant, does it have any lingering artistic value or is it uh, just a relic of the past that really needs to retire? Oh, God, that's a good question. Uh, I know my friend would really debate. I think we've had a little bit conversations on this. This is more my opinion, not hers. I know that, but. Because there's um, a fashion element to it. Well, you know, there for, is a if, lot of work is put into giving these, them. Yeah, giving them the benefit of the doubt. Well, the dresses. There's a lot of work yeah. put into this crap, and like um, a lot of these girls do get into it for. I know it's cheesy for like scholarships and for the for be able to educational purposes. I think they've forget it. They have been getting better at actually having intellectual smart women win versus just like pretty girls that clearly have major eating disorders. Um, but which is, I, I, Hey, listen, I've had them, so I'm not trying to rail on girls that have eating disorders. I've, I struggled with it for a long time too. So I'm not gonna, I hope everybody I knows still that. struggle with my weight. Oh my yeah, God. I'll I, be on a diet for the rest of my fucking life. Body, yes. Body. My mom's been on the same diet for 30 years. Remember I yeah. did tell oh, you? Oh God. God. <laughs> the Atkins diet. Victoria, I feel you. I stop, feel you. You're stop, listening stop, right now. Stop, mom. It's <laughs> not helping. Um, so with the beauty patch and stuff, like personally, I kind of think it should retire. I agree. I that's I wanted to hear your stance and I, I it, it needs to either, in my opinion, either retire because it there's I think there's still too much objectifying women in it, you know, like yeah. uh, like swimsuit competition stuff. Like let's fucking retire that shit. Unless they're I, I think I don't they've know, gotten you know, rid of them. I think they've gotten rid of the swimsuit competition. That that was gonna be my second thought is like either just like do we really need these in society or it needs to evolve? Like it needs to be like, okay, women are three dimensional creatures with, with brains. They're smart. They're intellectual. Let's maybe turn it. Let's push it more into that. They have gotten better at asking more intellectual, like, uh, like Miss America is still very like, uh, it's a scholarship. It's meant to be a scholarship program. But then you had the one that Trump was owned, right? The whole like. Oh Miss- God, yeah! Don't get us started. Where I he can't. would like he would like go into their dressing like creepy, creepy stuff, like going to their dressing rooms and shit. I think unless you're in it, like I know a, a good friend of mine, like she was in it for a long time. So like she'll defend it. She loves watching them all the time. And she's like a hardcore like weightlifter. She's mm. a trainer to a lot of like actors and stuff now. And she's an actress. So like she and she's and she was a neuroscience major. So she's like extremely intellectual person. But like she agrees with that end of it, that it can be um objectifying but she'll always like argue she would like not argue but she would defend on the end where it's like it shouldn't retire i would be like i don't and i try to be like sensitive about it with her but i always was like kind of very judgmental towards it and just kind of like oh god this is kind of i think we should yeah i think still i still still think we should be sensitive to it in terms of at the end of the day it should always be a choice you know like Mm -hmm. i think if if a woman or a man or whoever a trans person whoever it is if they want to be the sexual symbol if they want to be objectified into some sort of competition or whatever the thing is yeah go crazy dude or gal more power to you uh i just think when it when it there's a darker side to 
what they've become and yeah mm-hmm. you know when especially women are just treated like objects i, I don't know we we need to re-examine it essentially that right? or we need to educate uh we maybe we need to be educated more on what they do and what they go through maybe there needs to be like uh, yeah yeah i i would i i, I would need to be more educated especially the people that like you you said your friend Mm -hmm. you know to your point of like well i think i would have a friend that would really defend this and someone that was like really into that world we probably would need to yeah learn that backstory of like well well, why why is it why are you so defensive all of a sudden of of this uh this culture i think child child pageantry child pageantry oh god get rid of it completely it's absolutely Erat- disgusting. I think it's fucking eradicated. Yeah, yeah. It should be eradicated. It's disgusting. Absolutely. It's like, that's these- yeah. What is the point? So that's a good example of like, do we really fucking need this? It's no, society it's still. Just the, it's just the moms like living out there like weird, like, sick dreams, living vicariously kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and I'm sure they'll yell at us. I don't give a fuck. Come find me, bitch. Like, I, like <laughs> it's not. No, you shouldn't be putting your child through that type of dysmorphia. I didn't even think about that when I was when I was crafting the question. I was like, oh yeah, there is there's these subgroups of beauty pageantry that is that. Yeah. And ugh, at ugh, that ugh, point, ugh, and a lot of these girls the have been doing pageantry since they were little, and some haven't. But I just think when a child is that young to put her on that type of pageantry, like unless it's like intellectual stuff like i don't know spelling bees and like uh, i don't i don't know like i just it's it's a tricky subject but something that has to do with the child's image i don't think they it's and and all the makeup on them and the hair and like the benet ramsey stuff like i think of that Mm. and i'm just like oh i get a knot in my stomach to exploit a child like that is just not healthy and maybe because i'm a teacher and i'm just very sensitive towards that stuff but no no i I, as you should be no i i and that actually i had i had another question in my head and i feel like this may be a good segue as a follow-up is um back okay let's let's turn around we did a u-turn we're we're driving back to the main fashion world (laughs) they're starting to um be a little more inclusive Mm -hmm. with uh you know in the 90s we had the yeah the rail thin models and that almost looked sickly they were too thin and now we're seeing the plus models uh really come to the foreground how do you feel about the changing the evolution of the industry do you think it is um do you think it's good or sometimes may maybe send a bad message about unhealthy um, lifestyles? No, I think it's good. I okay. think it's fabulous to see women of all shapes and sizes on the the runway because those tall, thin, those tall, thin women, I understand as a fashion designer who someone's done fashion, I know why. And they always tell us why we have these thin models. And it's because they'll, they'll always argue with you. Well, the reason why we have these thin models is because it's about the clothing, not the body. It's about just like how we want mm. you to focus on the clothing. Um, but so at the, the art end, again, the, the art. Yeah, it's very pretentious, right? So like, but now the things are changing, like, but but that women's bodies don't look like that. And it's meant to fit on a woman's body. And like 1% of model people look like I lived with a couple models and like mm-hmm. uh, some of them are just like, just naturally born that way. Like my old roommate, Vanessa Uma, she's like a really well-known model. She is, she was just like, Oh, I don't, you know, I just kind of look like this. I hardly ever go work out. And she was like half German half Nigerian stunning but she's like she would agree too like it's we should have more like 
that's a lot of unhealthy stuff out there. And she's witnessed that herself with other friends and models. And like, um, it's nice to see curvy women on the runway because everyone's all different shapes and sizes. And it makes me be like, oh, that would I wonder how that would look on me. You know, mm. like because I'm curvy, like I'm not as curvy as some of these models. Me too. But, but I'm yeah. Greek. Yeah, I'm Greek and Italian. I have like, a, I'm I'm very blessed with a small waist and a big ass. And uh, but so, <laughs> as my friends would say, but um, okay. I'm okay. Not but, touching that one. But, but it's <laughs> nice to be able to see those things on the runway shown on real women looking beautiful because it makes those women that are curvier see it and feel confident in wearing what they want to wear and being able to go out. And it's a whole nother market that will go buy those things, too. That's another excellent answer. A marketing yeah. strategy as well. Like we have to remember that fashion is all about making money. You know, it's a three hundred billion dollar. Yeah, there's industry. a bottom line. Yeah, there's a there's all, all, all the arts are kind of that way. You know, yeah. entertainment, media. You know, we still we got to keep the lights on. So. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, what do you think the future holds? Then, um, what, what would because uh, we just got done with uh, runway week? I want to say something fashion like that. week, yeah, or fashion week, yeah, fashion week in New York um, and Paris and. What do you, do you feel like we're still going to have those staples in the future? Or will it evolve to like, you know, um, you know, VR only AR, like you can actually sit there yourself. You know, what, what, oh, what is the future? God. I really hope not, but I just actually, it's funny. Does Paris you... Hilton when he's, she's like 200 in some sort of like Android body still doing this. I honestly <laughs> way do. Into the future. I honestly do think it's going to get more into like the virtual reality. Um, Vogue, Vogue.com already has a thing where like try it on yourself virtually. Mm. Like they already have like you could try on like Valentino gowns virtually. I haven't tried the app, but you have to sign up and all this data gets exposed. It's really sketch. Um it's <laughs> majorly yeah, it, it's sketch. And then but then I went on, I saw um Zara's just did a thing and they're like Y2K metaverse cartoon and they're like cartoons in metaverse fashion but then there are a couple pieces from it that are like in real life like you could buy a ring at the store or order it but it's also virtually on like a cartoon i'll send it to you so i think sure it's going to keep going more and more into that. And I was thinking as I was looking at well, it. Well, we still have the live events, though, I guess is my question. We still have the, oh, yeah, we still have the, I think we'll, we'll like, always we'll, have we'll, both. Will we, will we see an evolution of that? Will that be different in the future? Yeah, right? I think so. How so? There might be like hologram, holographs. Ooh, some, okay. Yeah, there might be like something, different outfits being visually augmented on girls while they're walking down the runway. Oh, wow. I didn't even think about it that that's, way. That's, I'm think, that's what Ooh. I just came up with. Um, well, that's good. They I should think, hire you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think so, too. They should hire me to be a think tank. I have a lot there of ideas. Go. It's just executing them that I need help with. Oh, yeah. Willing them into existence is the hard part, yeah. for sure. I mean, that's kind of would be really cool. And I think I could see that happening and, and could basically marrying reality and virtual world together. And I do think just like how we had during COVID, I think that um, the real life shows will become less and less and more of a... Um, of like a treat what's the word like exclusive people will get to go to those mm. oh i saw it in real life irl oh like it's gonna be like i'm like a, that's what i think is gonna happen but in the, of over the next yeah. 20 30 years i hope not like, but i just think like that's what i have to accept you kind of either have to be part of what's coming or you're just gonna like fade away and uh, into the dust <laughs> if you know. can't beat them join them yeah, <laughs> kind of, yeah. um all right well 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 
Well, well put. Thank um, you. Thanks. Loved it. Um, okay, let's uh, let's pass the baton over to you. What oh, you got thank for me? you. Let me grab my phone. Um, <laughs> oh, you um, made notes, guys. Okay. Um, well, so I sent you a little image. Yep, she sent me one image, and uh, it was piss Christ. And I, oh, I, 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 my, my, my spidey sense was tingling as soon as I saw it. I was like, oh, there's going to be a great question here. Let's let's fucking do this. My thing is is controversial art art. Oh, is okay. Is controversial controversial art still art? Absolutely, a very right? offensive art. Like this was the one of the OG offensive art pieces, and you learn this in art school, right? So, like, I remember going to art school is one of the first things, and then it's like a big debate you have. So, I figured, why don't we just go to the OG stuff because we're talking yeah. about is it art and talk about this piece also any other art that you could come think of that's like really offensive that people are doing it for like offensive sake like they're just doing it to offend people basically absolutely 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 is there a line sure there is there there is a line and especially god and and just like um you know i always talk about how how much i love stand-up comedy and how they push the boundaries of talking about things that are hard to talk about mm-hmm. in um everyday life uh we need these people we need people to push the boundaries and push our way of thinking into different realms and lights and boxes so that we can evolve and progress and be better people and be better for each other i can't stress mm-hmm. that enough as well as as just human beings because at the end of the day there's only one big human race we're all one thing and um and yes we need things like this absolutely is there a line yes there is a line um i think it would be very very challenging to talk about you know art that was had to do with like something like the holocaust or something Mm -hmm. like that Mm -hmm. but if it if it's if it's religious criticism uh that makes you think about things in a different way absolutely if it's political absolutely if it's um just um, if God, you know, just to, you know, we like to close circles on our show. Um, we did a, we did a T buck tangent corner on fucking social media and how that, that is the plight of a lot of people's existence right now and how it's dramatically, uh, changing things for the worse in a lot of ways. And for, it's still, there, it's a double-edged sword. There, there are good things. Don't get me wrong, but there's a lot of bad, uh, especially for the teenage, um, population and culture and seeing these huge spikes in depression, things like that. But yeah. uh, I digress. I, 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 I do think, you know, so there's, there will soon be an artist that their entire fucking ex- exhibitions will be, I, I feel like Banksy kind of already does that mm-hmm. where he is just completely shitting on and um, pushing out a lot of controversial art to, to wake us up, you know, to the thing. So is it art? Absolutely. Is there a line? Absolutely. And I think that's the, that's the best, I think someone that's really smart, the best artist in my book, you know, in my opinion, and you're welcome to chime in if you think differently or if you agree, is um, is the people that can balance those two things and give something that is digestible to consume and make you think. Because that's that's the hardest part is we can make, any artist can make controversial art, but can it be in a vessel or through a thing, hence a comedy stand-up comedy Mm -hmm. to get it to your brain or to your eyes or or whatever to help you think about things differently 
uh, and it'd be really easy to consume. I think that is is where the real challenge lies with with uh, controversial art is mm-hmm. how do we make this perfect balance of or think about music, you know, controversial music that is talking about really controversial shit. And, you know, you know, music is easy. You know, if it's easy to listen to, if it's catchy, it has a catchy hook and a chorus. But then when you read the lyrics, like, oh, I need to rethink, you know, I need to rethink my thoughts on this topic. You know, it made you because the song was so catchy in this example, you're re- you're rethinking how um, you thought about that thing. So mm-hmm. I, I think I think, uh, yeah. OK, I think that's all. So you definitely also would say that comedy is art, too. Oh, like, yeah, we nice did. <laughs> We have a whole uh, stand-up comedy show in the vault. I just, it's just not. We probably need to redo it or mm-hmm. or pick some, have a little more focus. We so we have a complete stand-up comedy show in our vault for one of our deep dive shows, regular episodic show, mm-hmm. and it didn't. Ugh, it's it's hard to really talk about because we want to talk about. I think it'd be easier just to highlight one artist like Dave Chappelle, who's very yeah. controversial right now, right? Talking about trans people and all these different things. Mm-hmm. Um, we need this probably just need to focus on like one person person and talk about it we try to talk about the history of uh, stand-up comedy and then pick a bunch of them but there's so many right now that it's just it's really hard to um but it it is a perfect time to be a stand-up artist i will say that because of things like netflix and streaming services like we i think we have more um they have more of a platform now than ever and for and for great great effect Mm -hmm. and uh so yeah i welcome the banksies of the world and and uh, great that's good i agree with you i Oh, I did want to talk about this in one of our previous shows, but there wasn't a good context for it was, you know, uh, poor the novelist Salman Rushdie, you know, mm-hmm. was brutally attacked. And he he wrote a novel um, that was critical of Muslims and Islam. Mm. And um, and he the fatwa was put on him and he was finally attacked because of that fatwa. And that should oh my God, that should have never happened. We, we, we would never in a million years condone that. That should just shouldn't happen. People shouldn't be attacked for their art. Um, but there's still to this day controversial art that has very sad consequences. And but I applaud them mm-hmm. and I support them and I want them to keep making art that is controversial and and help us evolve into the future. I I, I agree with you. I'm a big firm believer that um, and I'm going to go back to Joseph Campbell because I love him. He says that um, artists, um, including musicians, are like the little fairy creatures in mythology that help guide the people along the way. Hmm. Um, we help humanity remember things that they've forgotten. Um, so it's it's I I remember reading that when I was in doing a graduate course. And I was like, it just resonated with me. I'll send you the actual quotes. It's in my, it's in one of his books. I have to find it. But I remember being like, oh my God, yes, fuck yeah. <laughs> like really into it. I was like, my friend's like, are you okay? Like I was like working this on a person's pain. broing out over I know. here. I was like, yeah, <laughs> fucking just J-Cam. High five, yeah. Fucking love J-Cam. Like, I was like. <laughs> I'm going to shotgun this beer right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was living in Athens, UGA. Uh, so yeah, I'm sure the bro life got to me a little bit. Oh, for a minute that I was like, real Athens? That's Everyone awesome. says that. The guy. Georgia, I, Athens, right? Athens, yeah, Athens, Georgia. I lived there for a couple of years. Um, so um, I lived all over the place, everybody. Um, so Great anyway. question, by the way. Excellent, excellent, excellent question. Perfect for this show. Oh, thanks. And um, what what are yours? Let me, let's do a piggyback. What are, what are your examples of controversial artists or art itself, if you don't know the artist, 
that uh, you think is helping to push the envelope for the better? For the better um, right now, presently, or just like in in overall? Uh, uh, Overall. Presently or in the past, well, it doesn't the, matter. the one I sent you, what's his name, Andre? Um, ah, oh, or, oh, we're closing circles. The Piss Christ. The piece. Piss Christ was a very, very monumental piece, which is in all of the art history books now. So that says something in itself. Um, just taking something so um, revered, yeah, like revered and Christian, and literally pissing all over it he put it in his own urine oh man yeah (laughs) and we should probably tell the good people that don't know so yeah it's literally just a close-up of like a a statue of christ on the cross Mm -hmm. right yeah but but just but golden showered all over so yeah there's a lot i can see why this pissed off a lot of people pissed off a lot of people but there was a lot of reasons and like very like i don't know maybe pseudo psychology reasons why he did this apparent so i think that piece in itself is well we're not a religious or a pol- politics social I'll just yeah say, i'll keep this brief and, yeah you know they piss us off too <laughs> so we're allowed to piss them it's off kind of, it's kind of where i think he was going with that like you know like they piss us off we piss them off it's piss it's all piss so yeah. uh but there's more to it than that story but he was a very i think he's a very important controversial artist um, I really do love performance art as well. So there's mm. um, who's I forgot her name. I was thinking about what we were talking. I, I'm not the best with names, everybody. I, I kind That's of blank okay. out I'll, sometimes. I'll help She's you. the woman. She was a, she did it at the MoMA. She um, people thought she was like an antichrist. Remember during COVID, they thought she was part of like she's like mm. black hair. I, what well, at first I thought you were just talking about Yoko Ono or someone like that who has a very famous. Uh, performance art or artist uh, legacy. Um, I don't oh, she's know. Great. That's a Maria, good it's like Maria Corsanova. She's like black I hair. I don't know that one. Yeah. I'll and have to look that one up. She did this thing at the MoMA um, and a couple different museums where Love she MoMA. had different, right? It's such a great museum. She had different um, people went in line. The whole piece was her looking at them and feeling their feelings. Mm. And she would feel what they're feeling and then like they would start crying. It was all about like basically like what is art and art is actually a form of emotion and any form of emotion is an, an expression of oneself is an art form. So it was really beautiful and moving and people just went in line and waited and they would just sit there mm. and she would look at them and like it, it was so I'll send you some links. I I'm sorry I don't know. It's not a good podcaster person of me to like blank out on the name i should have had that ready no no um, we, we're, we're much laid back much more okay. laid back on is it art uh, if it was an episodic show oh god you would get it no i'm kidding <laughs> no it <laughs> we we don't care we're having fun it's uh, just like art no one's perfect but Who i do cares? think performance yeah. art art that's free is so important to i think um the controversial artists that are doing murals on the street that are creating us to stop and look and and um, the, I can't think of like the name. Marina Abramovic. Yep, that's Abramovic? her. Yes, okay. thank I you. Yep. Yeah, her. She's a she's fabulous. Um, I she's very outside the box, very interesting, and she does a lot of controversial, <laughs> a lot seeing, of controversial shit. I'm literally just seeing screenshots now on Google of exactly what you're described. She's in this this long red dress, and yeah. people are just standing and or are sitting in front of her at a table, and they just stare at each other to elicit emotion correct Mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's the whole thing that's the whole art piece i love stuff i think that's brilliant because it shows that art is any Hmm. form that our we created art 
You know what I mean? Like art is nature. Uh, not to sound like such a hippie art is everywhere, but art comes from our mind and then how we execute it. So why wouldn't that be an art piece? Like what they're doing. Art is, oh, yeah. yeah. There's no so, rules. Yeah, That's there's what no I love. Rules. It's it's complete freedom. And I'm such a feeler. Like I'm very much in a very, I have to feel my way through things to get an answer. It's all about like my gut feeling. And when she did that, I was like, I love that she's evoking an emotion or trying to evoke emotion out of somebody. And um, but a lot of people find her really controversial. They think that she does devil worship or some shit. I don't know. Oh, I was like, God. what the fuck? I was like, I don't know. Oh, she's part it of is. the cabal. I was like, OK, I'm not very religious if you didn't catch that. But yeah, it's, yeah. it doesn't matter. Oh, my God. Yeah, it doesn't. Um, so, But she's she does. Uh, she's has done other things that are controversial. I just um, so you guys, I was just like looking her up and looking at her. And she, if you don't know who yeah, she Marina is, Marina Abramovic. Yeah. A-B-R-A-M-O-V-I-C with a little accent over the C. Yeah. There you go. Well, well great question. Ah, oh, I loved it. Okay, thanks. Um, I want to, uh, Miss Parsons. Thank you for for joining us today. I had fun. I I really felt like I always feel like I could come here and be myself and just have a really good time. And I got oh, to yeah, talk about one of my sure. favorite subjects. And so, thank you and so much for it. having me <laughs> and defend it. Thank you, yeah. and I hope everybody enjoyed listening. Absolutely. Yeah, guys, thanks for listening. There's no gyms this week because this is our Is It Art episode. So uh, we're just going to go right into the outro, which is, if you like that, you can, of course, check out our stuff at NovoDayProductions.com. You can always follow us at underscore Novo underscore Day and Day is D-E or at NovoDayMedia. At NovoDayProductions.com, you'll think we'll find things like the Entropy Sessions, post meridium adulteration cancel culture lotto um of course ads for this show you can check out some of our other episodes or other uh, other episodes of miss parsons so don't forget to like and subscribe and you know what to do do all the things we don't care and write and review and if you'd like to sponsor a little love child here you can reach out to our business management team at novadaymedia at gmail.com if you want to get a hold of miss parsons for any of her expertise miss parsons tell the good people um find me on instagram on alexandra underscore parsons or alexandra i have a question for you I tried to uh-huh. uh, just out of the out of the blue. I don't know why I did this. Mm-hmm. I clicked on alexanderparsons.com, but it didn't it's still it didn't down anywhere. It's okay, still down. I'm gonna go fix it. I think it, I I thought that I. Okay, well, thank you. I'm gonna go try to fix You're it. Welcome. It's still down, but because if people try to reach you there too, yeah, you know, they'll just find okay, the, the site good. down. Maybe so I did there it is wrong. a site, guys. Guys, there is a site there. We promise. I've been there before. Um, it's just in limbo. It's in it's in limbo. limbo. Yeah. Um. So, but you could go on my IG, which is Alexandra underscore yeah, Parsons. You can message me on there, and you could see all the fashion I've done and art and paintings, and um, also on my Etsy is Alexandra Parsons Co. Um, CO at the end so you can also go on yeah there. we're so we, we usually link your alexanderparsons.com to the actual show notes we need to start doing the Instagram so give us the yeah. Instagram one more time alexandra underscore parsons alexandra underscore parsons thank Perfect. you and thank you for telling me about the website I gotta go fix that yeah now. <laughs> oh welcome. so professional uh, okay. <laughs> until next time guys uh, I'm not be... <laughs> that's okay that's, that's part of the show until next time guys be good to each other and as always good luck and godspeed we love you Art of the Beholder is brought to you by Novo Day Productions created and hosted by Novo Day and the Novo Day Collective facebook.com slash Novo Day Media at Novo Day Media on Twitter and Instagram. Music by A Company.
facebook.com slash music 123 ACO on Spotify. Logo designed by Tom Justice, J-E-S-T-U-S, of thejusticecompany.com, and executively produced by Clayton Anderson. All rights reserved. Good show.